The holidays are coming. How does that make you feel? Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. When I say that, how does it make you feel? Do you feel excited? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel depressed? Do you feel sad? When you think about the fact that we're in the midst of the holidays now here in December 2021, how does it make you feel? Do you get a nervous twinge in your stomach? Or are you jumping for joy and and dancing around with uh, jingle bells on your feet? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about expectations around the holidays. Whether they're your expectations or your inner circle's expectations like your family, your parents, your very close friends, the people at work, or whether it's your outer circle's expectations. So society or your church or your community. We have all these expectations at the holidays. We have all these expectations all the time, but it's kind of like at the holidays, they just really press in on us and we become hyper aware of the things that are expected of us. And we put a lot of pressure or either we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves or we accept a lot of pressure on ourselves. So where did the expectations come from? Some of them come from childhood. We picked up these stories based on how the holidays were in our home when we were growing up. If the holidays were always a really stressful time for your family, chances are you feel stressed right now. You just view the holidays as a stressful time. If you were like me and the holidays were always stressful for other people, but not stressful for you, like things were made really easy for you and people worked really hard to make sure that you had a joyful, exciting, fun holiday season, then you're going to have different stories associated with the holidays. Maybe you've now grown into that role where you feel like your job is to make the holidays fun for other people. Or, you know, we pick up a lot of expectations from TV, from society, from books we read, from those great movies where even though the characters go through a hard thing, there's still like all this other stuff in the background. So let's say, even though the character's struggling with, you know, like not having a date for a family event, which can be really stressful and can um, cause a lot of anxiety, but still in the background, like that character's house is still like perfectly decorated (laughs) and the food that they cooked is amazing and, and they always look really put together. And even though we are empathizing with their struggle, we're also seeing all the other places where we're falling down on the job. And all of this can lead to a less than joyful holiday season. So we want to make sure that your holidays are what you want them to be. Not what other people tell you they should be. Not what the stories on TV or the stories you picked up from childhood tell you that the holidays are supposed to be like, but what you want them to be. What emotions do you want out of them? And we want to take time to acknowledge the emotions you actually might be feeling right now 
and, and give them the space that they need to breathe. So if you're not sure, if I'm talking and you're like, Mel, I don't know what kind of pressure you're talking about. Let me, let me ask you a question. If I said, hey, buddy, what are the things you have to do with the holidays? What do you have to do? What has to happen? What pops in your head? Is it that you have to buy gifts for certain people? Is it that you need to spend a certain amount of time with people? Do you need to, do you have to send out holiday cards? Do you have to decorate? Do you have to bake certain things? If I said, what do you have to do? What are at least five things you have to do at the holidays? What's your answer? And whatever you answer, those are the expectations you're feeling. Because remember, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> You don't have to get out of bed in the morning. You choose to because you prefer the consequences of doing those things. So my goal here today is to just like shake you a little bit, remind you that you don't have to do anything when it comes to the holidays and instead ask you, what do you want? What do you want out of the holidays this year? What would bring you joy? So today we're talking about how to find joy at the holiday season. So strategy number one. If we're talking about finding joy, then how about you make a list of everything that brings you joy? Make a list of things that bring you joy, specifically around the holidays. What are the things you actually enjoy doing? And if nothing is coming to mind, if you're in a mental space this year where the answer is nothing, I enjoy nothing at the holidays, then do some journaling. Do a free write, set a timer for 15 minutes, break out your journal and just start with the question, what do I enjoy the holidays? Or what did, what did I used to enjoy about the holidays before they became so stressful, overwhelming, anxiety ridden, sad, depressing, whatever the feelings are that are not joy. For me, um, I like to think about times in my life when I was less stressed, when I asked myself this question. And um, if I think about it, I really like having free time. I really like certain holiday treats. There are certain cookies that my family will make that are really special to me. And, and just like how, well, I guess I should throw in their music. There's certain holiday music I like to see or listen to. There's certain movies I like to see. And all of that is really baked in nostalgia, right? So just like those stories from our childhood, with which are where our expectations come from, the stories can also have really positive connotations. Like you might listen to a song that really reminds you of your grandma. And you might bake your grandma's cookie recipe. And even though she's gone, that's part of how you keep her memory alive and how you keep her legacy alive. So that might be something that brings you a lot of joy. And even though if it's work to bake the cookies, it still, it still brings joy to you and maybe brings joy to your family. Or you can ask yourself, you know, even in a time when I'm stressed and I'm overwhelmed and the year's been hard, what, what would I enjoy about the holidays? Um, sometimes what goes on my list is sitting down. I just want to sit down. And you hear me say that a lot. And it's mostly because I work at a desk that is also a treadmill and I love it highly recommend getting a treadmill desk. But um, that means I do very little sitting. So sometimes when I think about what would I like to do at the holidays, it might be 
sit down and actually read for fun. Sit down and just watch a movie instead of having a movie play in the background while I also bake cookies or clean my kitchen or declutter, whatever the other thing that I'm usually doing is. You might enjoy seeing lights. You might enjoy taking time for walks with your family. You might enjoy giving gifts. You might enjoy sending out holiday cards. You might enjoy the new routine that happens during the holiday season. So let's say you're the kind of person whose kids are off at college and they come home for a whole month. Well, that's going to change up your regular routine because now the kids are coming back home and you might enjoy having that new routine and and slowing down and spending time with them. Or the new routine might be the kind of thing that stresses you out. But right now, strategy number one, you're looking for things that bring you joy at the holidays. So make a list of everything that brings you joy. Every activity, every event, everything you can think of, even if it's a certain smell, right? Something that permeates through the air. Maybe this is the time of year that you buy one of those cinnamon brooms at the grocery store, which like I can always smell them the second I walk in. I'm like, where's the cinnamon? I know it's in here. <laughs> and I, I like getting one of those and hanging it on the wall and then it just makes my house smell like cinnamon for a month. So what are the things that, you, that bring you joy at the holidays? Make a list. Strategy number two, narrow down your top five priorities, your top five holiday priorities. What are the top five things that you want to happen at the holidays? Sometimes these overwhelming expectations come from just too many things. There's just too many things to do. You know, you might've written down that sending the cards and seeing the lights and baking the cookies and, and putting up the tree and giving the gifts and, and, and attending these eight events and all these things bring you joy at the holidays. But that's a lot of things. And sometimes even a large volume of things that bring you joy can then take away from the joy because it's just too much. It's too much. So if you were to pick only five things to have happen during the holidays, what would those five things be? Yes, you can do more than five, right? But I want you to pick the five that matter most to you because sometimes finding joy is about prioritizing. And it's about saying, I can't do everything. Not everything can happen. I'm gonna have to let some things go. So what are those things that I need to let go? If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You wanna know how a coaching program can be do-it-yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus, and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. 
The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. So number three, number three, we're circling back to expectations. All right, we wanna create clear expectations for your priorities, those five things, and then we wanna lower your expectations for everything else. So we started out talking about expectations that come from you, they come from other people in your close circle, they come from other people in your extended circle, they come from society in general, they come from the TV and books and holiday movies. So many expectations. The reason we're prioritizing is because now we're going to clarify your expectations. Because those are the only ones that matter. Do you get that? It's just, it's your life. It's your life. So if you are living up to someone else's expectations, it needs to be internally meaningful for you. I'm going to do this thing that my mom expects me to do at the holidays because it brings me joy to do that thing for her. Does that make sense? You're making it internally meaningful for you. I'm going to watch Die Hard because it's my husband's favorite Christmas movie, even though I'm kind of like meh on it because it brings him joy. That's not, I mean, it is my husband's favorite Christmas movie, but um, I like Bruce Willis, so it's not my favorite, but it's, it's still up there. It's still a pretty good action Christmas movie, right? <laughs> but if you're going to live up to somebody's expectations, acknowledge that you're doing it and then figure out why. Figure out why, how it connects to you and how it can bring you joy. Sometimes the why is just that it makes somebody else happy and you want to do that for them. But your top five things, okay? Let's say you picked in one of your top five things, you want to bake grandma's cookies. Now you need to clarify your expectations for baking those cookies. What I literally mean here is how many batches are you going to make and what qualifies as good enough? What qualifies as done? I did it. Awesome. Is it a tricky recipe? Do you sometimes have to bake multiple times? Is it something you want to look a certain way? Create a vision of how you want it to look. Do you want it to taste a certain way? Create a vision of how you want it to taste. Be specific because otherwise these expectations get out of hand and we start thinking that we have to do better than our best. We have to do better than 100% or we don't define what 100% is or our expectation is some vague idea of perfect. Let's say one of the things that brings you joy that was on your list was your family going to see the lights. Okay, define what that means. Is it five different outings to see the lights or is it one? Is it driving down a certain street? Is it going to a specific uh, park that does a show? What specifically does see the lights mean? Make it just like a goal with a clear finish line. And, and let's go ahead and throw in there, lower your expectations, even though this is one of your priorities. If you have small children, I hope by now, if you have small children, you know there's no such thing as perfect. 
And even if you know it, sometimes at the holidays you forget it, and that's okay. But clarify, does seeing the lights mean the whole family gets in the car, you drive to the place, you pay your fee, you drive through the park, you drive home? Or maybe you stop for ice cream, and that's part of, part of the trip. And then you drive home. Make it things that can actually happen that you actually control. Don't throw in there and everybody's smiling and laughing and it's a Hallmark movie moment and we sing carols together in the car. You can try all those things, but do you understand you don't control those other people? Sometimes they're going to be grumpy, but they're still there. You're still seeing the lights. You'll still have the memory later. Define your expectations for the parts that you actually control. For everything else now that's not in your top five priority list, I want you to apply this question. What if I let it be easy? Let's say that one of the things that didn't end up in your list, top five things you want to happen at the holidays. Oh, let me back up. Did I say this? The things that bring you joy need to go in your top five list. Okay, not everything in the top five list has to bring you joy, but there better be at least two things in there that do. No, let's go over 50%. There better be at least three things in there that do bring you joy when you're making your top five list. It can't all be for other people and doesn't bring you joy at all. Okay, put some things in there for yourself. Now, everything else that didn't fall in your top five list, ask yourself the question, what if I let it be easy? Holiday cards not in the list? Well, what if you let it be easy and you send a holiday email? You post on Facebook and you don't send a card at all. Or what if you let it be easy and you pay to upload your list of addresses to wherever you order the cards from and then they ship the cards for you? That's letting it be easy. What if one of the things on your list that you normally do at the holidays that didn't end up um, making it in your top five priorities. Okay, so it's not on your list. Didn't make it in your top five priorities. What if one of those things is decorating? You know what I put up this year? Lights. That's it. Inside lights. You can probably see them behind me. It took me like 10 minutes. I decided not to put up all the other decorations. Oh, we do have a, um, we do have a Christmas tree that is a quilt wall hanging. I love it. I unroll it and I hang it on a hook and then my tree is up. Yay. <laughs> and it's got buttons where I can hang like my 10 favorite ornaments and that's it. But I decided to let it be easy because putting up the holiday decorations always feels like something I don't have time for on my to-do list. And then I end up leaving them up to like mid-February because I don't have time to take them back down and I just feel more and more and more stressed and like I'm failing myself. I guess, because I'm not getting them taken down. So I said, which decorations do we actually care about? It's the lights. It, when where we live gets all foggy and dreary and gray in December, I like to be able to turn on colored lights and it just brings a little light and color into my life. So that's how I let it be easy. If decorations didn't end up on your list, how do you, on your top five list, how did you... How do you let it be easy? Do you just put up the lights? Do you just put up the tree? Do you just get the Santa out of the basement and stick him in the front yard and call it good? 
Do you put up no decorations? You get to decide. You get to decide what let it be easy means. What lowering your expectations in that area for those other things means to you. Okay? So where we are is you made a list of everything that brings you joy. You picked five things that are going to be your top five priorities during the holiday season. Five things you want to happen. Some of them might not be on your joy list. They might be things you want to do for other people, but you've reconnected it to yourself. I want to do it because it matters to me because it brings joy to this other person. And then that in turn makes me feel good. And then you've created clear expectations around those things. There's no such thing as perfect. There's no such thing as 100%. You can't give 100%, you'll be dead. <laughs> okay? I love it when people say they're giving 110%. You can't give better than your best. It'll kill you. If you give better than your best, and this is something talked about in my favorite book, so I didn't plan to mention this, but random book recommendation, one of my top 10 favorites, um, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's one of the four agreements is don't always do your best. But as part of that is, don't do better than your best. Because if you keep trying to give more, you deplete yourself. And some days your best is not the same as it is. Your best on a day that you're healthy is not the same as it is on a day that you're sick. And vice versa. Okay? So you're going to get clear about your expectations. You're not going to try to go for perfect. You're going to think about what you control. And you're not going to try to control other people. And for everything else that's not on your top five list, you're just going to lower your expectations. You're going to let things go. You're going to let them be easy. You're going to just put up the lights. And after you do all this planning, all you got to do is follow through. Just do it. Just, just do the things. Be like Nike and just do those things. Now, to help you with that, write down your joy list. Literally write it down, okay? Then write down your, your five things and take those five things and stick them on the fridge. And then talk to the other people in your life. Now, if you are the leader of your family, if your family is more than just you and pets who don't get a say, then communication probably needs to happen in, in step number two as well where you pick the five things. Maybe there's five members of your family and you each pick one thing, right? Each family member gets to pick one thing. Maybe there's only two of you and you work on the, the five things together. But communication has got to be part of this. If, you're, if it's just you and you get to decide all five things by yourself, yay, you still have other people you need to communicate that with. You need to communicate with your mom and say, hey, I am not gonna attend this event because... You need to maybe communicate with work. If there's something you have to RSVP for, like an event, and it didn't make it on your top five list, and you're going to let it be easy by not attending the after work holiday party, maybe you got to tell somebody that you're not attending. Maybe what you need to do is you need an accountability buddy. Maybe you need somebody in your life that you're going to go to and say, hey, uh, first of all, listen to this podcast so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go listen to Mel. Mel says we should make a list of five things. And then you each make your five things list. 
and you share it with each other so that you can ask the other person, hey, are you remembering to not try to bake 20 different cookies? You're only going to make the three because one of the things on your list was bake these three grandma's cookies. Okay, maybe you need somebody to hold you accountable. Sometimes if I'm struggling to take a day off, I need to tell somebody in advance, I'm going to take Sunday off. And then on Sunday, that person will text me and they're like, you're not working, are you? Nope, I'm not sitting on my couch. See, what does Mel do on her day off? She sits. Usually, usually she sits. So, all right, you're going to figure out what brings you joy. You're going to figure out what five things you for sure want to happen in the holidays. You're going to clarify your expectations around those things and lower your expectations for everything else. And then you're just going to do it. Whether that means putting the list in the fridge, communicating with the family, uh, telling a friend who will hold you accountable. But you're just, you're going to follow through. You've decided what matters to you. And creating your version of a meaningful life is all about deciding what matters to you. Now, one of the things that brings me a lot of joy is giving gifts. Not necessarily physical things, but things that I think will really help someone. So I have a gift for you. It is a goodbye 2021, hello 2022 year-end journal. So I made a reflection journal for you that's going to help you find joy. It's going to help you clarify the things that matter to you. It's going to help you give yourself credit for the things that you've already done this year, which I know can be a major pitfall. We really fall into the trap of not giving ourselves credit. So that is a free download that you can grab. Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash 2021. Becomingfutureyou.com forward slash 2021. I almost couldn't figure out 2021 forward slash 2021 and download your free year end reflection journal. And you're awesome. You're amazing. You can find joy at the holidays. I believe in you. Woo! I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.